This is episode number six, A Christ-Centered Christmas. Hey there, welcome to the Divine Nature Podcast. I'm your host, Paige Smith, and I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a certified life coach. On this podcast, I'll teach you a blend of gospel principles and coaching tools with the goal of helping you put off a natural man and create a vibrant, fulfilling life. You ready? Let's go. Hello, everybody. I hope you had a lovely Thanksgiving. I made my first turkey and I really wanted to do a good job. (laughs) I was pretty stressed about it, but so I looked up how to make the most flavorful turkey on the internet because thank goodness for the internet. I ended up doing a um, salt and herb water brine for 24 hours and then I let it air dry overnight and in the morning I patted it dry and seasoned it with more herbs and olive oil and then I stuffed it with apples, oranges, yellow onions, carrots, and shallots. Oh and I put um, seasoned butter under the skin and so yes I tried all the things that I could possibly find basically short of like throwing a beer can in there because that was a suggestion also. (laughs) Yeah, people were like, put beer on your turkey. And I was like, probably not going to do that. And so I tried all those things so I could get the best flavor in the turkey. And you guys, it didn't disappoint. So for my first turkey to basically come out perfectly moist and flavorful, I'm just really proud of that, actually. So next year, if we're having the holidays together with family again, I'd love to make the turkey for our family get-togethers because I'm feeling pretty confident about that. So looking forward to the holidays next year. I think that'd be a bunch of fun. Um, And so, you know, speaking of the holidays, I wanted to talk about um, now that Thanksgiving has passed about creating a Christ-centered Christmas, which probably seems unnecessary since we've heard all the things and all the things like reasons and ways and whys for keeping our focus on the often referred to reason for the season in quotation marks. But stick with me here because I want to offer you some different ways to think about centering the season on Jesus Christ that you may not have considered before. And so what does it even mean to center the season on Jesus Christ? I think that this notion of centering Christmas on the Savior is intended to maintain perspective on why This whole thing is a Christian holiday in the first place. The implicit purpose of the holiday is to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And so the call to keep the focus on him is, you know, for obvious reasons, to help us keep perspective despite all the other things that come with the season, you know, like gift giving and parties and the elf on the shelf and cookie decorating and candy canes, you know, all the things, right? The thing is, that's interesting or that I like to think is interesting, is that we do all of this in December, despite us knowing that Jesus Christ has an April birthday, which leaves me wondering why, you know, we aren't encouraged to practice, at least as Latter-day Saints who, you know, we've received this revelation that his birthday was April 6th, that we don't, that we don't have a, a similar amount of fanfare on Christ's actual birthday as we do during the month of December. And I figured it out. It's because it's not a commandment to center the season on Christ's birth in April or December. Christ, Christmas is completely a cultural construct. Celebrating Christmas and centering it on Jesus Christ are all completely optional and not essential for salvation. And some Christians don't even celebrate Christmas at all. 
Now stay with me. I'm not sharing all this with you because I think we shouldn't be celebrating Christmas. On the contrary, I absolutely love that we on a worldwide scale as Christians have a holiday celebration and season that invites us to think about the advent of the Savior's mortal ministry and what it means for all of us that he was born and came to be among men and everything that goes with that. But at the end of the day, Christmas and all the things that come with it are just for fun. All the presents, the trees, the lights, the hot chocolate, the songs, Santa Claus, ward choirs, live nativities, the hashtag light the world initiative that the church does, all of it is just for fun. And since Christmas is just for fun, I want to give you permission to take all the heaviness out of it. If what you're doing to celebrate Christmas isn't fun, or it's not something that energizes you, or helps you get to a place of joy for the season, or helps you feeling some sort of like you want to feel that feeling, is you're feeling something that you don't want to feel, I encourage you to let whatever that is go. If you're doing things for Christmas just because you feel obligated and it creates a lot of resentment for you because of that, I want you to give yourself permission to skip that particular activity or tradition or whatever it is this year or forever. Seriously, I mean it. And so now while I only want you to center the season on the Savior um, in this case, if you want to. I also want to share with you what it means to do so and why it's valuable um, and why it's valuable. So if there is a part of you that genuinely wants to focus on the season of or focus the season on Jesus Christ in a drama free, no obligation kind of way, you're in the right place. And so I invite, I invite you to think about it this way. Centering the season on the Savior doesn't mean that every single thing you do has to be related to the Savior. I invite you to take, to make the main objective of this whole mission of centering the season on him. All I want your objective to be is to have him in your thoughts. While you can think about the story of the sweet baby savior being born, I'm not necessarily recommend that you're constantly thinking about that all the time. Rather, I think it's, I think a useful way to center the season on him with your thoughts is to have him be your thoughts. Stay with me. Think as the Savior would think, feel as the Savior would feel, do as the Savior would do. That is what I think is the, probably the most useful way to think about the Savior during this season. And when you're intentionally practicing thinking like Jesus Christ, you open yourself up to so much more of allowing him to change your mind and your heart. His invitation to follow him isn't just do as he did, but it's to be like him as much as you can, even so in your mind. You have to make your mind like him, not just the work of your hands like him. You took his name upon you at baptism, intentionally striving to have him in your thoughts is how you live up to that name. If you are wanting some practice on doing this and opening yourself up to um, more of the transformational power of, you know, what I consider to be the greatest Christmas gift ever, the atonement, then I think that Christmas time is the perfect time to start at trying to be better at this. Of course, you can start doing this at any time, but for the sake of Christmas time, because it is the end of November, we're going into Christmas, we're going into Christmas time. Let's just say that you start on December 1st and practice all the way up through Christmas day. Let's just consider that this is a perfect time to do this. 
The hope here is that with 25 days of practice, you will have had ample time to rewire your brain with some of some new or stronger Christ-like thought patterns and habits that make striving to be like him easier for you in your everyday life. It only takes 21 days of practicing something new to build a new habit. And so the timeline of December 1 through December 25th is perfect for this. One of the helpful ways I've seen for creating a new habit is deciding ahead of time that I will implement it and my plan for doing so, reflecting on my past mistakes and then shoot for doing it um, as well, doing as well as I can about 80% of the time. Like I'm not shooting for flawlessness and absolute perfection here. I'm just trying to, you know, think about the savior and do as he would do and do all the things at least 80% of the time, just shoot for that goal. Um, you know, the other 20% or the other areas that I fall short, that is what grace is for. And so striving to be better means also being better at failure, right? Because you're not going to get it right all the time. You aren't get, you are guaranteed to slip up. <laughs> that is like the whole reason we're here is that we're going to mess up, right? And that's why we need the atonement, right? So, but that doesn't because, um, and so because some, like you're going to mess up, it doesn't mean that something's wrong with you. It just means that you are a human being trying to be like Jesus and you're just going to mess it up because you aren't Jesus and you have, and you just have a fallible human brain that likes to respond to life with the most ease and comfort and efficiency as possible. So you're going to mess up and it's going to be okay. You're just going to try again and shoot for 80% the next time. That's all we can do, right? And so um, but if you're having a hard time knowing where to start, you know, like we've been kind of talking about, okay, I'm going to center my thoughts on the Savior and trying to be like him. What does that mean? What does that look like, right? Um, how can we possibly be the Savior in our thoughts? And I want to help you with that. Um, not because, you know, I'm the Savior or anything. I'm obviously not. And I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I don't know everything about this, obviously. But to, you know, go along with Christmas, um, I've just, I've actually created what I've called the 25 days of Christ-like attributes challenge to give your mind the direction and know-how to kind of jumpstart this journey for you during this season. And so I've identified 25 attributes of Jesus Christ that we in our human condition can practice. You know, these are things that we've been taught in the scriptures and things that, you know, we can easily identify in our day-to-day lives on our human level. And so um, it's not rocket science. Um, it's not anything crazy, bizarrely new. It's just kind of like, you know what, this is what the Christ has exemplified in the scriptures. And I'm going to go ahead and combine some um, coaching tools and insights on it. And I'm going to give it to you to help you implement it in your everyday life in a way that might be easier to make actionable for you and to think about it in a new way that you can apply to yourself in a way that it has a long lasting impact and makes you more Christ-like in the way that you want to be. Um, and so because there's 25, there's um, it's obviously that there's going to be one attribute to practice each day of December leading up to Christmas Day. But because success is best achieved when it's planned, I've created a printable calendar for you to follow with each attribute and a correlating verse that you can follow throughout the month, um, along with some prompts and things like that in order for you to implement it. And I also want to provide you with additional support. And so I'm going to do a live mini lesson, like five to 10 minutes long max on each attribute 
on Instagram the night before you are to implement it. So the first live will happen on November 30th at 4.30 Pacific Naster, or 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for the attribute that's to be practiced on December 1st. So you're gonna watch the video the night before and then make a plan and implement it the day after. The reason I'm doing the lesson before you're going to practice it is because I want you to be thinking from your higher brain, your prefrontal cortex, the front, the front part of your brain, where you, um, that's right behind your forehead, when you are deciding how you will think about and apply each attribute. When you're planning ahead, you're using the higher brain to make decisions to refer to when your lower brain, the natural man, just quote unquote, doesn't feel like it. This is how you get into the pattern of living intentionally. You put off the natural man ahead of time, and then when it protests, you can redirect to the decisions your higher brain has already made. It has been, it, it will be that much easier to stick to your plan and keep moving in the direction you want to if you decide ahead of time. It'll just be that much simpler for you because you've already made the decision. You don't have to remake it in the moment when you'd rather be doing something else. You can, you can literally just redirect and say, you know what, nope, I've decided to do this today. This is who I'm going to be. This is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. And your brain doesn't have to, you don't have to go through all the drama of deciding how you're going to be in that moment. And remember, we're doing this just for fun. We're doing, we're just doing this because we want to be a little bit more like the savior. And we're doing this because it would be fun to just be a little bit more like the savior. So I'll teach you the lesson about the attribute, right? And give you some ideas for how you'll practice it the next day. And then you'll write down your commitment of what you're going to be doing to practice it in a journal or on a post-it you stick on your mirror or on a note on your phone, whatever is going to be the easiest for you to know what you're going to do to put on paper to make it real, take it out of your brain, put it on paper, make it real. Hey, this is my plan. This is what I'm going to do. Um, and you're going to just stick to it, right? I'll be posting the replays on my Instagram and posting the audio as bonus episodes here on the Divine Natured podcast. So you'll still be hearing from me every Friday here on the podcast, but you'll also be getting um, each of the little mini classes as little tiny episodes um, each day from November 30th to December 24th. And that way you can just tune in with your headphones while you're washing your face in the bathroom before you go to bed or doing the dishes or whatever it might be. And so it'll be really simple for you to um, tune into these classes and get that additional boost and help for planning and making these um, this attribute challenge that much more successful for you. Um, here are the attributes that I've identified that we will be practicing um, this month. So... Um, they go, I'm just going to go ahead and list them for you. So it's faithful, obedient. Um, I didn't, there's not really an adjective for it, but missionary, <laughs> um, generous, creative, wise, dis disciplined, patient, godly, kind, charitable, humble, diligent, gracious, compassionate, fearless, gentle, honest, reliable, grateful, forgiving, reverent, optimistic, purposeful, and selfless. So those are all the attributes that we're going to be um, practicing to be more like Christ during the month of December. Um, this can totally be done in tandem with the 
hashtag light the world Christmas initiative that the church invites members to do every year. Um, I've also created a hashtag for this challenge. It'll be the, it'll be hashtag two, five, so 25 days like him. So if you feel so inclined, <laughs> I would love it if you would share what you're doing, um, if you're going to participate in the challenge. Um, and, and then also, if you are going to maybe invite others to get in on this with you and find me on Instagram at Paige Smith Coaching and tag your friends on either the initial challenge post that is going up the same day as this episode is going up um, or on any of the many lesson videos that happen after that. You'll find those, you know, they should just be um, either on the live or on the Instagram. Um, There's like, I think that they're called Instagram TV episodes. That'll be a tab on there and you'll be able to find those also um, in my Instagram feed. And if you think um, you can tag your friends on those lesson video comments Um, if you think that they would find the lesson useful. Um, I think it'll be super fun (laughs) if we had a bunch of people doing this challenge with us. So um, if you would totally do that and just share it with all the people, that would make my heart explode um, to see uh, how far um, the goodness of trying to be like Christ can go, um, can go, you know. Um, If you're listening to this, you know, at a later date, you know, it's not around Christmas time. No worries. You can also totally take advantage of the hashtag 25 days like him challenge at any time because any time is a great time for trying to be more like the savior. Um, And I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm really excited to be doing it this, this with you. I love Christmas time and I, I love, I love, I love that it just gets to be fun and that I get to, that this is a time to think about the Savior um, if you choose to make it that way. And it's really just a treasured time. And I'm so, I, I love the gospel and I love the Savior. And it's such a beautiful season and it's just so much fun. And I'm so looking forward to celebrating it all with you in this way. And so um, I hope that uh, you guys have a lovely day. And I will see you in a few days on um, Instagram. Or if you guys are just going to be tuning in on the podcast, I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. If you would like to take the principles I'm teaching here on the podcast deeper, I'd love to be your coach. I have a coaching program called the Divine Nature Project, where I take all the concepts I teach here on the podcast and help my clients develop the skills for mind management that will help them get to charity for themselves and from a place of self-love, deepen their conversion and create a vibrant, fulfilled life that they love too. Are you ready? Visit www.pagesmithcoaching.com and schedule a consult. I'd love to see you there.